Hello again. My name is Mariah Lemire, and if you missed last week, I am Calvary's Memorial Women's Ministry intern this fall. This month, we've been studying through the book of Matthew, and we are now a full week into our study. Last week, we focused on the faithfulness of God, um, and this week, we are going to be focusing on justice and judgment and the, justice and judgment in the Gospel of Matthew. Justice and judgment can be a really complex um, and it can invoke a lot of different feelings all simultaneously. You may think of certain social justice movements, God's wrath, or maybe even question uh, where God's grace went when his disaster strikes. Whatever your preconceived thoughts are about God's justice and judgment, I'll ask once again that you suspend all judgment and all previous thoughts as we peek into the Gospels and find out how God himself administers justice and judgment here on this earth. For some of you, justice is not just something, or is not something you think about much, and for others, it may be all that consumes your mind. For me as a child, I was obsessed with everything around me being fair. Maybe you have a child like that, or you were that child. So much that I even hated watching Disney princesses because I got so frustrated when I watched them disobey their parents and they met the love of their lives and got their happily ever after. And when I did, I got disciplined for it. It just wasn't fair, in my opinion. I would love to say that I grew out of this when I got older, but unfortunately this is untrue. I still yearn for justice. And this isn't a negative thing, but it can become one fast. Being obsessed with justice and judgment gets very dangerous when we focus on others uh, and what they are receiving and we aren't receiving. It's observing suffering around us, either ours or other people's suffering. And it's not wrong to have an issue with it, but it is bad if we focus on ourselves or try to say that the world should or shouldn't be certain ways. There is a problem when we turn justice and judgment into a complaining session especially when that complaining session prevents us from interacting with the suffering around us. Oftentimes it immobilizes us and we don't jump into action. But this is different, or what I'd like to say is this is what's different about Jesus and who he is. He doesn't just look at the sorrows of sin in this world and say, this is not the way I created it to be. I'm so mad at the way it is now. He doesn't shake his head in indifference more often than not. He looks at the world around him and interacts. He sets what's wrong right. Instead, he reorders his kingdom. He rights the wrongs that sin has introduced into our world. He came to this earth and said, my kingdom shall not look like disregarding the poor and needy. It will not be a kingdom characterized by the world's standards. It will be upside down. Leadership will be service and death will mean victory. My kingdom, Christ says, will not look like what you expect. How does this change our lives today, you may ask. The way I'd love for you to interact with this theme within scripture this week is by asking you to be the salt and light. Stand out as you protect and care for those who are trampled, as you offer hospitality to those who have little, as you stand for God's truth where it is absent and even hated. Meditate on... Meditate on the Sermon on the Mount. Ask yourselves how God would turn 
this world around us today upside down if he were standing in our midst.